somebody's going to be in stress and somebody's going to be in conflict. So really teaching our defensive players who is in conflict and allowing them and giving them tools to relieve the stress on them when they are the conflict player, especially, you know, in our RPO world. Our offense is having their way with your defenders they put in conflict. At the third annual Lawrence First and Gold Clinic, Shane Durkin, defensive coordinator at Division Three National Champion North Central College, also the 2022 Football Scoop D3 Coordinator of the Year, shared his insight on gap manipulation and limiting explosive plays. He covered everything from understanding the importance of a tight top-down defense to mastering the art of manipulating gaps. He includes a short discussion on their 30% rule and how this helps guide their planning week to week, as well as his reasoning for manipulating gaps and the four methods which they use. In general, offenses love the RPO because of the way it can conflict a defender and open up voids behind level two or potentially leave a gap open in the box. Either situation can lead to explosive plays. Explosive plays can be a game changer in football. The chances of scoring in any single drive increase significantly with a single explosive play. By ensuring that the defense never gives up explosive plays, it forces the offense to work harder and increases the chances of the defense creating havoc plays like tackles for loss, interceptions, and fumble recoveries. By making the offense earn every yard, the defense can increase the team's win-loss percentage and maintain strong defensive presence on the field. That's what Coach Durking shared in this segment from his clinic. The entire talk shows the different ways the Cardinals manipulate gaps with Coach Durking explaining those on game film. We'll put the link to the entire talk in the show notes. Coach Durking joined us recently to discuss a variety of topics, including how their 425 is packaged with 3-3 stack. That link can be found in the show notes as well. Here's Coach Durking's talk at Lawrence First and Goal on manipulating gaps. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. I do appreciate it. Very humbled to be a part of this clinic, you know, with so many great coaches from so many great coaching staffs and for such a great cause. So just a little background, base defensive structure and philosophy. Who are we? What are we about? From a personnel standpoint, this last season, looking at 2022, we were 84% out of our base personnel, which is a 425. Then once we get to third and medium, third and long, two-minute situations, end-of-game situations, then we utilize our 3-3 stack personnel, which is taking off a defensive lineman, putting on another secondary player, 
either corner or safety, whoever's best from our personnel in that particular season, that particular week. At that point, we were 16% in our 3-3 stack personnel. Just from a philosophy standpoint, from a run defense, we want to have a plus one in the run box, right? So 10 personnel, we want to have all six of those gaps covered. 11 personnel, seven man, 12 personnel, eight man. And we'll talk about how we can manipulate each of those gaps by personnel based off of our tools, our gap fits, and our coverage. We want to spill the football to speed, right? We want to make the ball go east and west. We want to be really, really physical, allow our guys to play fast in the run box. And again, make the ball go east and west to our force players, and not get punctured in the teeth of the defense. From a pass defense philosophy, you know, some of this has changed over the past few years. You know, we really talk about manipulating explosive plays in the pass game and how we do that. We reiterate, you know, on a constant basis, talking with our guys about tight top down defense. You know, we look at when when we give up five or more explosive plays, right, how that affects our win loss percentage when we're below four or less explosive plays, how that's impacted our win-loss record throughout the year. So we want to make the offense earn everything. And again, you know, we think a lot of offenses, a lot of coordinators, you know, will get frustrated if they have to go 10, 11, 12, 13 play drives. And that allows us more opportunities, right, to create havoc plays, right, TFLs, tackles, interceptions, right, and fumble recoveries. So we want to make the offense earn everything, not give up those chunk plays. We feel that allows us right to play our brand of defense and give us more opportunities to get off the field. We want to be uh, very multiple in coverage. We want to confuse the quarterback. And I think in order to do that, you've got to be constantly self-scouting yourself throughout a season. So for us, right, I think it's very important. A lot of offensive coordinators will look at offensive formation, see if there's a high percentage of a coverage variation that you're in, and then they'll attack you out of that formation, right? And they'll live in that formation. So our 30% rule is when we've got a offensive formation and we're higher than 30% with a coverage variation, right? Against that offensive formation, that's got to change, right? We need to be more multiple. So everything the quarterback has to do, right, is reading post-snap. From a co- overall coverage variation standpoint, just the main coverage families, in 2022, we were 31% man coverage, 24% cover three or three match variations, 21% your true just drop seven zone, 15% cover four, and then 8% in our drop eight zone, which was obviously predominantly out of our 3-3 stack personnel. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer 
on your first fundraiser. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. So why manipulate gaps? I mean, we can look at this from a personnel standpoint, 10 personnel you know, whether it's two by two or three by one, somebody's going to be in stress and somebody's going to be in conflict. So really teaching our defensive players who is in conflict and allowing them and giving them tools, right, to relieve the stress on them when they are the conflict player, especially, you know, in our RPO world and 10 personnel. Eliminating easy access throws, right? Don't want to live in a world where a quarterback can just have a simple read, read the box, pull it, throw a hitch, throw a slant. Uh, we want to take away those easy access throws and we want to make the quarterback earn it. 11 personnel, right? Having the ability to play the zone coverages you want and to be multiple. I think, you know, once you get heavier in personnel, right, a lot of defenses will get simpler, especially with their coverage tree. So we can manipulate gaps to allow us to run more of those 10 personnel coverages to 11 personnel formations. And I think, you know, the rage in college football, the number one offensive set, right, is 11 personnel with that Y or H, right, off in the core. And it's it's very difficult because the offense can be very multiple and they can insert that Y anywhere, right, within the run box. Third, right, making the offense react post-snap, like I talked about earlier, right, when we get those RPO teams, right, we want to make sure that we're constantly stemming in the secondary our linebackers are constantly stemming their alignments, right? And always having that quarterback wonder if it's a five-man box, if it's a six-man box and 10 personnel, right? And 11 personnel, is it a six or seven-man box? And where is that six or seventh hat coming from? Also, when we do some of our, our gap manipulation, adjusting those O-line tracks, throwing off their communication through late stemming, stunting, spiking the front, as well as their pass pro communication, right? So this is our base structure. Right. We're a field and boundary team. So you see, right, field corner, field safety to the field. Our nickel, we really say that we are a 4-2-5 because at times he will be a deep half player. He will be a deep pole player, deep middle third player. He has to play man coverage. So really that's why we're a 4-2-5. Then we've got our weak safety boundary corner, obviously, to the boundary. Mike and Will as our box backers. Our anchors are strong defensive ends. Tackle is our strong defensive tackle. Nose is our weak defensive tackle and is our weak defensive end. Now, looking at this formation, right? So this is the number one formation in college football, at least for us, through our self-scout over the last four years. But with this formation, with that 11 personnel Y off, right? The vast majority of coverage is that nickel's going to be your seventh hat in the run fit to the field, right? That weak safety is going to be your seventh hat 
in the run fit to the boundary. And, you know, base coverages where you don't have any issues with run fits, right, is your quarters coverage run fits. Again, where the nickel is seventh hat to the field, weak safety, seventh hat to the boundary, right? You can go your three sky weak, right, which is pretty easy from a gap standpoint, right? You're clean, nickel, seventh hat to the field, weak safety, seventh hat to the boundary. And then our cover one rat, right, would be our next. But really, we looked at it about two years ago and said, you know, we're running those three coverages quite a bit as well with our sims or when we're bringing pressure. But if we're not bringing pressure, we're running those three coverages. So the goal was to go out and find ways to manipulate our gap fits, right? So we can be more multiple, especially in our zone coverage world. And ways that we manipulate gaps, and we'll get into it as we go throughout the presentation. But these are our four main ways to manipulate gaps in the run game. Gap cancel tools. So these are not rules. This is a linebacker toolbox or even at times a secondary player's toolbox, right, where they can communicate to the defensive line to give them calls to change gap fits. Second would be our gaps call. That's where our nickel, Mike, and Will, right, are fitting off of the Y, who is, again, off the ball in those 11 personnel Y off formations. Then third, we have our stunts, right, either called or a part of the game plan where our linebackers can call stunts to our defensive tackles and our ends. Fourth is bumping, LBs bumping gaps based off of offensive tendencies or game plan by formation. Today we have two winning edge takeaways and ideas for implementation. One, understand what creates a tendency and where those breakpoints are. For Coach Dierking and his staff, it's the 30% rule. Once a coverage is used against a certain formation or in a certain situation, they'll look to change things up so that the offense can't pick them apart in something that they're sitting in. Coming up with some parameters for identifying your tendencies, whether that's the 30% rule or something different, will allow you and your staff to find answers for those situations and stay ahead of your opponent. Two, Give your players tools they can use to set themselves up for success. This applies to any phase of the game. Coach Durkin gives his linebackers and secondary players calls they can use with a defensive line that help themselves remove stress and manipulate the offense. The idea here is to train your players to understand situations which may be difficult based on the opponent alignment and to put themselves in better positions on the fly while remaining sound in the play or the defense that is called. This is a three-step process which always starts with teaching the foundational objectives of the play or defense, then what makes it more difficult based on what the opponent is doing, and finally teaching your players the tools and adjustments as well as the way to communicate to keep everybody on the same page. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com for enhanced show notes with links to related episodes, resources like this entire talk, articles, and with our Winning Edge takeaways detailed in text. Also sign up for our free weekly tip sheet, which highlights the best ideas from the previous week, trending episodes, and featured resources. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.